You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. We're going back in early July with the next phase of drilling, and we look forward because this should be a lot more exciting than the past one. The past one was our first pass. We needed to, you know, make sure that we identify the Campbell shear, we know where it is. Now, this time around, holes will be shorter, tighter, and we're going to should have a lot more uh, mineralized zone intercept. Thank you for tuning in to Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers, and joining me today is Executive Chairman Gerald Penaton of Gold Terra Corp., one of our Gold Terra Resources Corp., one of our sponsors, ticker symbol YGT in Toronto and YGTFF in the States. Gerald, welcome back onto the program. We've been talking about how you are engaged and have just completed phase one of a drilling program south of the Khan Mine outside the city of Yellowknife. Now, the Khan Mine, for listeners that aren't aware, produced about five to six million ounces historically of high-grade gold. And uh, Gerald uh, optioned this project from Newmont and believes that they can discover the extension of the Khan Mine. So a 10,000 meter program phase one was just completed. Please walk us through this program, uh, Gerald. Uh, what are the results and what is the significance that investors should know at this point? Well, I think, thank you very much, Bill, for inviting me on, on mining uh, education. Um, we're very happy with the first program. The first phase was basically, you know, there's been no drilling for the last 30 years along the strike length of the Campbell Shear. And as you mentioned, Campbell Shear produced 5 million ounces, at an average grade of 15 grams, for uh, predecessor of Newmont on the car mine, which shut down in 2002-03 approximately. And uh, when gold price was very depressed. And there's still a good resource on the car mine. Uh, the project now is under liability, but the Campbell Shear is a structure that is 70 kilometers strike length. And immediately to the south, there's been some resource outline. And as you can see on the long section and on the, the mapping that shows the, the surface map, which shows the drill hole location we did, we did 13 holes this past winter, and we're going back in July. So phase one was to outline the Campbell Shear, which is sometime 100 to 300 meters in width. And sometimes has millization and sometimes doesn't have some. But the moment you have, even with our last press release this week, like 1.3 grams over 10 meters in the Campbell Shear, you know you're in the right place. It's just that you need to drill more. For example, our, some of our first holes on Yellow Rex deposit in the continuity, which will be the target when we go back in July, mainly, we have 15 grams over five meters, 11 grams over four meters. That's exactly what the Campbell Shear was all about. It's four, five, six meters in width, goes to almost one gram over 10 meters, 100 meters on strike length. So these are pods, they're, they're lenses that pinch and swell. And the ingredient of the Campbell Shear is there. It's just that you need to drill more. And that's exactly what we're planning to do with phase two, another 10,000 meters, and hopefully with a much bigger program next winter. But we're at the right place. Campbell Shear is there. Gold musician is there. And we just need to drill more. And so did you get from your geological vantage point, did you get the information that you were looking for in phase one to uh, plan out phase two? 
Definitely. Uh, the indication, you can see it on the long section in the last press release or the one on Yellow Rex that we did about a month ago, exactly that we are. We know where the Campbell shear is. We know its behavior. We know when the goldenization is there. There are some ingredients such as the sericitic alteration, the presence of gold. And when we have quartz veining, smoky quartz, usually we have higher grade nosation. And that's what it's all about. And we've looked at all the level plan of the Newmont mine. We've compiled them. We've looked at the geology. In the mine itself, you go from one gram to 10 meters, you move 25 meters, and you hit 15 grams over 10 meters or seven meters. This is exactly the same millization pattern or structural pattern behavior that was at the con mine on the Campbell shear is on the Newmont property south of the con mine. So the, that we're currently drilling. So the plan I understand is to drill another 10,000 meters um, with COVID. How is the COVID situation in Yellowknife and could that pose uh, you know, a hindrance to what you want to accomplish? We have been uh, extremely lucky. We started the program before the pandemic started. We were able to finish our program at the end of April. We went back mid-August last summer, drilled pretty much all winter. Yellowknife is a city of about 25,000 people, 25,000, 30,000 people. And um, it lives a lot from tourists and from the mining, the diamond mining industry in the Northwest Territory as a platform to service them. In reality, Yellowknife is pro-mining. It's essential to do exploration. It's essential to do mining because all the jobs depends on that. And basically, we just follow the protocols. Uh, if most of our people are in town, live in town, our technical team, except one person that comes from the outside. So, and we run a very, very lean, very lean. Because before I joined, their average cost was $275 Canadian per meters. And now we're drilling for $200 per meters, all in. So we've really came down becoming very lean about what we're doing. And next phase program should be more, more exciting than the first one. The first one, we were trying to line up the Campbell Shear over almost two and a half kilometers of strike length. So we were drilling every 200 meters, trying to position the Campbell Shear and its mobilization. Now we're going to be focusing on more on Yellow Rex, where we had our best result, and also closer on where we think that we should be able to identify uh, high-grade mineralized lenses. Gerald, so you haven't seen your cost of drilling go up then because everything around me, housing, food, where I'm at, everything is going up, but you know, your drilling contractor isn't sending you an inflated bill for phase two drilling? Well, as long as you don't buy any wood, you're fine. <laughs> or soy, soybeans or corn. <laughs> That's right. Well, the fuel, the fuel is, uh, is, uh, it is what it is. So there may be a, a change in the fuel because a year ago we were at $40 a barrel and now it's $65 a barrel. So there's always like a, a hit on, on the fuel. But at the end of the day now, uh, the, 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 we are using the same contract that when I started in the November 2019. And it's the same contract with the same contractor. Uh, people respect the quarantine. Of course, it's easy for people to work because uh, you know, you cannot just go, you're being quarantined. You arrive in town, and if it's a shift change for six weeks, and you're going to have the same driller for six weeks, then these two guys, you know, they go to their, their room, 
they in the first two weeks they have to have their food delivered to their apartment. So everybody is respecting the protocol, and we're able to work. And we're going back in early July for the next phase of drilling. And we look forward because this should be a lot more exciting than the past one. The past one was our first pass. We needed to, you know, make sure that we identify the Campbell's shear. We know where it is. Now, this time around, holes will be shorter, tighter, and we're going to should have a lot more uh, mineralized zone intercept. So if you start drilling in early July, when should we start expecting results? Usually, this hasn't changed. We still are bound by uh, six weeks from the moment, basically, we finish a hole, we log it, we send it to the lab. It's a four to six week delay. So uh, we should start seeing results by the end of August. And then all through October, maybe? You'll August through September, Oct- October, November. 10,000 meters with one rig will tr- take us approximately four months. And uh, we're not going to stop drilling for only from about July all the way uh, to mid-November. Then we're going to take a break again, build our ri- ice road. And hopefully with better funding in the fall with good results, we look to do maybe 30 to 40,000 meters of drilling next winter. At, this, uh, at the same con mine extension? Probably. It depends on our success, of course. It depends how much money we can raise. But if you ask me, how what would you do next winter? And I would say, if I raise the money for 40,000 meters of drilling next winter, we'll do it. We have some extension of the Samoto that we can do, but the main target will remain the Campbell Shear. And Gerald, we've talked in the past that because of your experience at Detour, you know how to build a mine. You have the flexibility to move the project forward into feasibility and beyond or sell it. Uh, in regards to selling, there's been some M&A action, some all cash transactions. What are What is your current observation and commentary on what's occurring in the M&A space within the mining sector? Well, everybody has, you know, an interest in growing their company. Um, for us, growing the company is finding more ounces. My target on the Campbell Shear is one to two million ounces of high-grade organization south of the con line. And I think this is achievable. Now we have 1.2 million ounces at Samoto and Crestoran. So you combine that together, three million ounces becomes very attractive because it's size. It's about size. 10 years of production, 150 to 200,000 ounces a year. You know, this is something that becomes very valuable for any company. Building an underground mine is not like building Detour. When we, you know, I was the founder and CEO of Detour um, inception all the way to our first years of production in 2013. And building a big mine like Detour is, it's, it's a heavy lift, especially for a junior. Think about it. I raised 2.6 billion over the course of my time at Detour, and 1.5 billion or you know, 60% of that money went into building the mine alone. And uh, I still remember having to raise money in, in 2013 when gold price went down from 17 to 1100. Now we have a great uh, timing. Gold is approaching $1,900 again. Um, we know very well, and we can talk a little bit more about what I think about gold, but gold is always going to remain a safety net for any investor in the world. And at the end of the day, uh, if M&E, and M&E usually it's interesting, when gold price goes up, M&E goes up. 
In reality, M&E should be strong when it's, the price is gold is lower because it's cheaper, but people are worried. So they, they start buying only when the gold goes up. My job is to create value for shareholders. You know, I personally, our family own 5.3 million share of Golterra. We are very excited about working in Canada, in Yellowknife, with infrastructures. We don't have to bring people. Everybody goes home at night. It's very, very important. And the cost of underground mining when you're already in town is a lot better than going in, in 200 or 300 kilometers away from town. You think about, I still remember building Detour and being compared with Chinese in Malartic and a Cisco. And I could never come up with the same numbers as a Cisco because a Cisco, damn, everybody goes home at night. It's such an advantage. Nobody realized how important it is to be in town. So the, having 3 million ounces in town, it's it will be a very good and nice achievement and maybe more. I think I'm very open to find a lot more because of our land position and because of potential that lies in the Campbell share and what has been done. So remember, 14 million ounces produced so far and the Campbell share is open, north and south. So Gerald, before you go, Bitcoin's been selling off. If you had a choice between gold or Bitcoin, which one would you buy here? Well, this is a very personal question. Um, and you're asking a, a person that has been in gold for 40 years to answer that question. It's kind of like, <laughs> um, you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but no, I, I'm not certain Bitcoin because, first of all, I do not know and understand how they do that. And when they use the term mining Bitcoins, I really don't understand. For me, mining is underground mining or open mining, and and gold is a safety net. It's a value. Think about it. If your house burns, all your digital Bitcoin and whatever, paper, U.S. dollar, Canadian dollar, euros, all the papers half is gone. Ashes. Go with metal detector and you'll find your gold. Gold is the safest investment anybody could ever have. I'm not going to change this. I've been in it for 40 years and I feel safe. Excellent. All right. The company again is Gold Terra Resources Corp. Uh, website is goldterracorp.com. Ticker symbol again, YGT in Canada and YGTFF in the States. Gerald will be paying close attention to phase two drilling and we'll have you on again soon to talk about it. Thank you very much, Bill. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty dollars or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10-for-1 returns as there is in small-cap and micro-cap mining stocks. Concomitant 
with that. If you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can. Do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.